I was a nervous, sensitive boy, a dreamer, a somnambulist, full of impressions and intuitions. My black hair, my dark eyes, my thin olive face, my tapering fingers are all characteristic of my real temperament and cause experts like Wilson to claim me as their own. But my brain is soaked with exact knowledge. I have trained myself to deal only with fact and with proof. Surmise and fancy have no place in my scheme of thought. Show me what I can see with my microscope, cut with my scalpel, weigh in my balance, and I will devote a lifetime to its investigation. But when you ask me to study feelings, impressions, suggestions, you ask me to do what is distasteful and even demoralizing. A departure from pure reason affects me like an evil smell or a musical discord which is a very sufficient reason why I am a little loath to go to Professor Wilson's tonight. Still, I feel that I could hardly get out of the invitation without positive rudeness. And now that Mrs. Martin and Agatha are going, of course I would not if I could, but I had rather meet them anywhere else. I know that Wilson would draw me into this nebulous semi-science of his if he could. In his enthusiasm, he is perfectly impervious to hints or remonstrances. Nothing short of a positive quarrel will make him realize my aversion to the whole business. I've no doubt that he has some new mesmerist or clairvoyant or medium or trickster of some sort whom he is going to exhibit to us, for even his entertainments bear upon his hobby. Well, it will be a treat for Agatha at any rate. She is interested in it, as woman usually is in whatever is vague and mystical and indefinite. 10.50 p.m. This diary-keeping of mine is, I fancy, the outcome of that scientific habit of mind about which I wrote this morning. I like to register impressions while they are fresh. Once a day, at least, I endeavour to define my own mental position. It is a useful piece of self-analysis, and has, I fancy, a steadying effect upon the character. Frankly, I must confess that my own needs what stiffening I can give it. I fear that, after all, much of my neurotic temperament survives, and that I am far from that cool, calm precision which characterizes Murdoch or Pratt Haldane. Otherwise, why should the tomfoolery which I have witnessed this evening have set my nerves thrilling, so that even now I am all unstrung? My only comfort is that neither Wilson nor Miss Pencloser, nor even Agatha, could have possibly known my weakness. And what in the world was there to excite me? Nothing, or so little that it will seem ludicrous when I set it down. The Martins got to Wilson's before me. In fact, I was one of the last to arrive and found the room crowded. I had hardly time to say a word to Mrs. Martin and to Agatha, who was looking charming in white and pink, with glittering wheat ears in her hair, when Wilson came twitching at my sleeve. You want something positive, Gilroy said he, drawing me apart into a corner. My dear fellow, I have a phenomenon, a phenomenon. I should have been more impressed had I not heard the same before. His sanguine spirit turns every firefly into a star. No possible question about the bona fides this time, said he, in answer perhaps to some little gleam of amusement in my eyes. My wife has known her for many years. They both come from Trinidad, you know. 
Miss Penclosa has only been in England a month or two and knows no one outside the university circle, but I assure you that the things she has told us suffice in themselves to establish clairvoyance upon an absolutely scientific basis. There is nothing like her, amateur or professional. Come and be introduced. I like none of these mystery mongers, but the amateur least of all. With a paid performer, you may pounce upon him and expose him the instant you have seen through his trick. He is there to deceive you, and you are there to find him out. But what are you to do with a friend of your host's wife? Are you to turn on a light suddenly and expose her slapping a surreptitious banjo? Or are you to hurl cochineal over her evening frock when she steals round with her phosphorus bottle and her supernatural platitude? There would be a scene, and you would be looked upon as a brute. So, you have your choice of being that or a dupe. I was in no